everybody. Welcome to Sub Tours. I'm Mai. I'm Misha. And I'm Anjo. Happy Halloween! That's Misha's natural laugh. Yes. And I think that's the kind of laugh Misha <laughs> let out while watching some of the movies we're going to be talking about today. So basically, we're talking about horror movies that made us scream for the wrong reasons. Yes. Exactly. So, yeah, it's uh, gonna be uh, just a mishmash of some of memorable movies that just did not make us scream because of horror. So. <laughs> later, we'll get to it. We'll later. get to that. We'll get to that. Sorry, yes. I got excited. <laughs> so I saw this uh, meme on Facebook or Twitter or wherever that says horror movie fans have to sit through so many shitty movies before they get to a good one. So I guess we'll be talking about some of the shit that you have to go through before you get to an actual decent horror movie. Because there's, there's no shortage of bad horror movies out there. That's actually very, very true. Yeah. Very true. I mean, I can't even remember the last good one I saw. I think Ari Aster just gave the last uh, batch of good ones for me personally seeing them. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say the same thing. Listen to our Ari Aster episode somewhere in this podcast. Oh, nice segue. <laughs> Look at that. I think we also, did we do that for Halloween? I think. Possibly. Did we? Did I, we? Don't I don't remember. remember. But happy Halloween either way. A prize to whoever lets us know what the hell we recorded last year in the comments. <laughs> I remember, I think we did it on Halloween. Yeah. Or Halloween season just because of the jump scare. My oh. jump scare for that episode. Oh, yeah. You got freaked out then. Well, basically, everyone likes to put out their best horror movies, their favorite jump scares and all that stuff. So we thought we'd do something like a little bit different this year. Mm -hmm. Like instead of going for, yeah, really good horror movies, like there are some that are just genuinely so fun for the wrong reasons. So who wants to start? Creature features are also part of the horror movie genre, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. For sure. So I'm going to start out with Jaws. Oh, the first yes. one was great. The, the first second one was, one was good. Okay. And then you get to Jaws 3D. <laughs> like Jaws 3D, you would know that it's already a gimmick. Because mm -hmm, mm -hmm. back in the 70s, they had these 3D cinemas, right? So they probably exploited all of this thing, uh, all of these things back then. And it was just so bad. It starred a very young Dennis Quaid and a very young Francis McDormand. They are babies in this movie. Yeah. I did not know it was Francis McDormand until I saw the clip. I was like, holy shit, it's Francis McDormand. I couldn't <laughs> believe he, she did this movie. Okay, so this is just a dumb story where the baby shark, baby, baby shark, which is a horror in itself, yes, especially yes. for Angel, who's it is probably scarier heard than anything it in this movie for a million so, times. No singing in this movie. So apparently, they built an underground theme, uh, under an underwater theme park Wait, at Sea World. At Sea World, and it's really branded Sea World. So they this had the rights to it. I, they cooperated with the filmmakers. Oh I my god! I don't this know was why. Way before Blackfish and all these. Like, no, but the yeah. whole point of the movie is it gets Jurassic Parked. That's true. Before Jurassic Park, right? Everything. So, like, why would you agree to this if you were Sea World? So, quick, quick synopsis of the movie. So, Baby Shark gets trapped inside. <laughs> Sorry, the visual. Baby Shark. I'm imagining a cartoon. Baby Shark. Let it out. Get it out of your systems first. Babe, they, they build this park, this underwater park, theme park. Mm -hmm. Where people can stay, and then baby baby shark, <laughs> baby shark gets trapped during the construction. They try to nurse it back, but it dies. Mm -hmm. So mama shark finds out 
and takes revenge on the baby's death. <laughs> she gets very angry. She gets very angry and starts killing people in the park. Which is so stupid because you see shots of divers inside the mouth of a shark. Getting <laughs> no shark. No shark will swallow a whole person. Yeah. That's so weird. And you have all these like really terrible 3D effects happening. Especially the last shot. The last shot was so bad. You see the jaws of the shark fly out after it explodes. Oh my god. I have to show her. I really have to show her. Yes. I need your unbiased opinion. No, show her the mishmash diver first. Hmm? The mishmash diver inside the shark. I think this is good. Let's do this. Let's do this. Okay. Okay. You've never seen this before, right? It's just so bad. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> that bad 3D shark. Oh my god. Oh yeah, Dennis Quaid is a baby. And so, and so is Francis McDermott. And there's Academy Award winner Louis Gossett Jr. Slow mo yes. screaming. <laughs> wait for it. Wait, it gets better. It gets better. Before it hits the glass. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> ah, cinema. <laughs> uh, it's just okay. Bad. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna skip. The, I'm gonna skip ahead, right? Okay. So, judging from these clips, you would know that. Imagine watching it at home. Wait for it. I saw this on TV. Same. Same <laughs> on HBO when there was no on demand. <laughs> it's like at some point they should have stopped making these movies. Oh no! How do they have all their scuba gear ready all of a sudden? Well, you know, you build a theme park underwater. Oh no! Are you scared yet? Are you scared? I'm terrified. So so can you imagine all? What the? What? There was a guy inside. (laughs) Yep. Yep. <laughs> They're trying to pull the pin. Oh, there we go. Oh, there he's we sacrificing go. himself. Oh, I had no. to point this out because this was the first Jaws movie that did not scare me <laughs> when I was a kid. I flat out refused swimming in the ocean because of Jaws. When I saw this, I was like, <laughs> wait, 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 we're not. We're almost. Wait, wait, wait for it. Wait Remember, for it, it's wait a 3D it. movie. Yeah, blood and guts. Jeez. There's your mic drop. It's the title. Yeah, so 3D movies back then do not age well or do not <laughs> translate well no, on video. That did not. No. So bad. We will be linking this in our Facebook oh my for those God. of you who want to see. So I've never seen Jaws the Revenge. That's even worse. Have you seen it? I've seen a Jaws of Revenge. So, just so worse than this? It's worse I, than this. I've heard of the screaming shark or okay, roaring yes. shark. No, 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 no. Okay. So in Jaws 4, the wife of the hero from the first two movies, Roy whose Schneider. son, yeah, his son is Dennis Quaid in this one, in Jaws 3. Doesn't he die in the fourth one? In Jaws 4, yes, but they recast him and he dies. And then the mom. She's so distraught. She goes halfway across the country. She goes to the Bahamas in her grief. And she she hooks up with a charter pilot played by Michael Caine. And Michael Caine. The shark basically follows her all the way to the Bahamas. Because he wants revenge on this whole family. So this shark has a bone to pick yes. with the family. Yes. Okay. And is this daddy shark? But the best part is when this shark takes on Michael Caine's airplane. What? You just have to see it. It's so bad. In fact, here's the best part. Michael Caine won the Academy Award that year. And he didn't go to the Oscars. 
because he was shooting this piece of garbage. <laughs> Wait, I mean, like, doesn't he do movies for him and he does movies for cash? That's right. And in his own words, he says, people have asked him, have you ever seen Jaws 4? Because you were in it. And he's like, I've never seen the film, but I've seen the house that the paycheck bought. Yeah. So, okay, I can respect that. Fine. Respect to Michael Caine, legend. He just recently retired from acting. I know. Just, mm. just for though. Just for <laughs> the revenge. Oh my God. I, I'm kind of glad I stopped at the first Jaws, but then… No, the only good Jaws movie yeah. is the That is true. One. So… And hmm. Roy Scheider kept trying to get out of doing sequels because he didn't believe in them, but he was contractually obligated. That's how he did part two. And then part three, he made himself unavailable by like <laughs> booking another project. Smart. I'm like, uh, no, I can't. I have uh, something else. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so but we'll add that to the, the list, the, the, I guess, of stupid things to watch. I don't know why they keep making horror sequels. Because like, horror is like comedy. A lot of it, the effectiveness of it become, is, is, is comes from the unexpected. Mm-hmm. Like, it, you're not going to be scared by something if you see it coming a mile away or if you're looking for it or if you're anticipating it. Which is why slasher films don't generally generally now don't scare a lot of people because everybody knows the jump scare is going to come at a certain point. Right. Unless right. it's a self-aware movie like Scream or um, which the one with um, Ant-Man's daughter again, Catherine Newton. Freaky. 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 Yeah, they put a twist on it. But that's the thing. Because of all the tropes that we all know already, whether it's um, slasher movies or zombie movies or or, um, vampire movies, they're not scary anymore because you know exactly what's going to happen. Except when they sparkle. That's pretty scary. I did not see that coming. But that was horrible for many other reasons. I know it's not horror, but you know, it was horrible. It was horrific. You know what was the scariest thing in those fucking movies? That CGI baby. Ah, yes. Yes, Stuff of Nightmares. Oh my god, that was so bad. No, we're not adding Twilight to the list. It's not really a horror. But it is horrific. It is horrific. Because like, look at that thing. I mean, seriously. Yeah, yeah, I remember. I remember. CGI baby. What yeah. the actual hell? Even the name was horrific. Renesme. Am I mistaken? I think Renesme was the name of the baby. Ask your wife. That kid is gonna get beaten up every day of its life when it goes to school. For, va- for wait, no one can beat up a vampire. Yeah, but with a name like Renesme, they don't know that. Well, that's true. That's fine. True. That's true. Anyway, uh, bonus content. Twilight. <laughs> I, okay. Okay, Misha, um, go. Shitty sequel. I'm gonna give you The Ring Two, the American one. Wait, The Ring. The one, Ring One the was American already one. horrible. <laughs> the Ring One with Naomi Watts was bad. I know what. Well, you're to be s- fair, there are people who are more scared by the American one. Surprisingly, what? But by Samara. Yes, Samara. No way. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Well, maybe I don't know. It's just their taste. I don't know, but or lack thereof. <laughs> But yeah. I mean, like, the first one was directed by Gore Verbinski. So, it you know, he has some cred. It wasn't bad, but considering… No, it, it was like the… If you see the original one, you know. Maybe maybe that's the case for some of the people who, who like this movie. Mm, maybe. maybe. But here's the thing. Um, for the second movie, they got… So, I, I think, like, they listened to a lot of the audience criticism that said they were just doing shot for shot. Or they were doing mm-hmm. an inferior version of the first ring. So… For the second one, they actually got the director of the Japanese original, Hideo Nakata, to direct this god-awful sequel. Mm -hmm. Which had nothing to do with The Ring 2 that came out in Japan. 
And basically, the demon that possessed the videotape is now after um, Naomi Watts' kid and wants to possess the kid. So her brilliant plan is to drive halfway across the country because, you know, you can outdrive a ghost. Sure. But, but the thing was that um, what made the ring scary was like what made Jaws scary. Like it wasn't what it showed you is what it didn't show you. It was there, there's this yeah. impending sense of doom. Mm-hmm. Because what I've noticed with jump scares is the more jump scares you get, the more predictable it becomes. And they're less effective as you go on. Because mm-hmm. you you're know? expecting it half the time. Most of the time. And I think that's what really differentiated like the Ring American movies um, from the Japanese originals. I'm not saying the Japanese sequels are any good, um, especially by the time they got to that one where it was Sadako versus the kid from The Grudge. Oh my God! (laughs) (laughs) I actually wanted to see that just to see how it plays out. It's kind of oh. Have you seen it? No, I'm gonna watch it now. I think yeah. Every time I, every time somebody mentions a showdown between these otherworldly creatures, Mm -hmm. I think of Freddy versus Jason. Yeah, that that's iconic. (laughs) But like with the kid from The Grudge and I know Sadako, it's like Juon and Sadako. Yeah, it's like uh, versus what somebody all wet and I know jumping from yeah like. TV feedback versus like white noise. <laughs> what the hell, guys? People are gonna be listening to this. Happy Halloween. <laughs> I don't know if it was a case of like maybe um, Nakata was like just he just fell in love with. All the Hollywood resources he suddenly mm-hmm. had to make this movie it's versus a, whatever he had to work with in Japan. that or you had to cater to a different audience. Because obviously the Japanese one had the nuances of Japanese culture. Right, yeah. right. And then, you know, you bastardize those movies by catering to a largely different market. Mm-hmm. So maybe yeah. somewhere in between those lines, something would get lost in translation. I don't know. That's true, but yeah. it's okay. Cause it's go- the same I- way you remember the Dragon Ball movie? I try not to. Oh That's my god. Cool. Yeah. I try not to. Okay, so going back to horror, not really bad <laughs> although, movies. Although still horrific in my <laughs> opinion. <laughs> but, you know, sometimes like, look, these CGI deer. I think it's… <laughs> CGI deer? <laughs> these CGI deer. It's like, it's, it's, it's problematic, you know. It's like what Jeff Goldblum said in the first Jurassic Park movie. Just because you could do a thing doesn't mean that you should so in this case, hey, you know it would be scary? If we have some deer attack a car. And I think that's oh the same thing. No, that's the same thing that happened with I Am Legend. Where they had these amazing prosthetics for the, the, the zombie characters and all that. And then like after the, a week of shooting, the director said, what if we made them all CGI? So now they all, all the monsters in that movie look like… Um, that sandstorm with Imhotep's face in it. Oh That's what all the monsters look like in I Am Legend. They look like Imhotep from The Mummy. Mm-hmm. So, sad. <laughs> we are lost for words. It's like me, I was just watching Misha's face. I thought he would say something. It's just, no, just like, I got nothing. It's pure disdain. It's just funny. because like pained look in his you, face. You, you got all this money, but good scares don't need elaborate setups. They yeah. don't need like super animated realistic CGI. Mm-hmm. You just need to have good pacing, um, good editing, good music cues, good sound design, and yeah, good performer. And you don't need to oversell it, honestly. Mm-hmm. A good scare 
without money, a perfect example of that would be, do you remember Lights Out, that movie? Yes. Where when oh, you turn the lights oh. off, that's the only time the ghost is, yeah. has got powers, right? Yep. The movie was kind of okay, but it was just a series of jump scares. Yeah. If you watch the, origi- the, the, the original short, short film that the director made with the same title, Lights Out, you can find it on YouTube. It is the scariest damn thing. But when they stretched it out to 90 minutes and they had a Hollywood budget behind it, it just wasn't effective anymore. Mm-hmm. I think it was just… I think it was a problem. Of, it was meant for as a short story. Yeah. Adding too much to it kind of ruined the effect of it. Mm-hmm. And also like even sequences that they tried to adapt like shot for shot were not as effective. Mm-hmm. Just because agree. it looked too polished or it was too overproduced. Overproduced is the right word. Right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So jumping from your The Ring to US <laughs> version, I'm going to jump into another US remake that was so bad it had me cackling. It was The Eye with Jessica Alba. <laughs> if you've seen it, well, it basically… Oh, Jessica Alba's my girl. But she's so bad here. When okay. was Jessica Alba good? Dark Angel. Oh, season yeah. one. Idle Hands. Idle hands. Machete. Well, oh, mm, that's a debatable. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> debatable. Don't burst my bubble. Okay, okay, okay. Start. Most of these movies are going to be bursting my bubble. Fine, fine, but, fine. But, but the eye, not one of them. Fantastic Four. <laughs> she was fantastic. No. 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 I'm sorry. <laughs> that movie's bad. Yeah. Um. So basically, it's about this blind woman. Her, her She's a concert violinist. She's adjusted to life. Let's say being blind, she's happy, she's okay. But then when she gets an eye transplant and she's able to see. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But then apparently the woman who she got her eyes from, you know, these eyes give her the supernatural power of seeing ghosts and like, you know, many other supernatural things. So it's a very good premise, to be honest. And the original was um, made back in uh, 2002. It was actually a Hong Kong Singaporean horror film, which I did, I guess, did great. But then they decided to adapt it into American. And it's just so bad. Her acting was horrible. I'm so sorry, Jessica Alba. But what got (laughs) me cackling was the intro. It's got this... She's got this monologue at the start. She's like, uh, "I've been blind for so long." Blah blah blah. And, if you, you know, start it's, off, it starts off with the with with the narration. If you start off a horror movie with a narration or you a know, voiceover, it's gonna be bad. You know, it's gonna be bad. So, you're, you're in for a ride. Yeah, exactly. So she just talks about how she's okay with life. Blah blah blah, and then it goes on. The opening sequence is her, you know, blind woman. Walking along the streets. And then somehow a car starts racing by. The guy next to her almost gets run over. But she helps stop him. Because mm-hmm. she heard it. You know? There's She's a like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, but here's the kicker. The, the dude goes like, hey, I didn't see that coming. She said, me neither. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, my God. No. So that basically set the tone. So later on, you know, she sa- they sandwich it with these narrations. And whatever goes on in the middle, not fucking scary at all. She does see supernatural 
beings or like she can somehow, spoiler alert, I guess, see how people died. So that's what, you know, terrorizes her and stuff. Mm -hmm. But in the end, somehow, she helps save people because the visions she gets is like she sees an accident coming. So it's like when at the end of the movie, she's like, oh, oh, this is what I'm seeing. It's going to explode. There's going to be a fire. Blah, 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 blah. So basically the end is, you know, that supernatural powers like save people. But she starts with the narration again at the end <laughs> and being like, that is why. <laughs> I'm Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> so basically it's this like narration about like, yes, uh, th- this ordeal happened, but I saved lives and I'm happy again. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I've never seen both movies, <laughs> okay. but I'm, I'm inclined to watch this one. So okay, okay. I don't like movies that rely on narration as a storytelling crunch. Yeah. Just yes. on principle, right? Especially horror. You don't do that. They're like the fun is in the mystery. But right? here's the cool thing, right? Because maybe, maybe the filmmakers are smarter than we thought. Okay? Bear with me, right? The whole thing about horror and effective storytelling in cinema is show, don't tell. But she's a blind character. Oh my god. So everything has to be described to her. <laughs> it's meta, Mai. <laughs> <laughs> Boom, mic drop. <laughs> to be fair, tama ka yung time sa my narration, hindi siya nakakakita. Because <laughs> in the end, she loses her sight again. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so like, you have a point there. <laughs> But yeah, everything in between. It's like there's this kid haunting her saying like, have you seen my report card? Have you seen my report That's card? It's the kid in the elevator. Yeah, the kid in the elevator. Oh my God. And like she sees how he dies. He apparently like jumps off the building, you know, mm-hmm. but she sees that kid once in a while again. You know, that kind of horror stuff. It's so bad. <laughs> it's so bad. I was cackling. Oh. So yeah, that's one It's suggestion. okay. If she's gonna fail at you know, at acting, she looks good. Yeah, she looks oh, no doubt. She looks good. She still looks the same, by the way. Yeah, and it's got this cheesy acting in between. Like there are moments where, like, her doctor doesn't believe her. He's just saying, like, "Oh no, it's your eyes adjusting to you know the world <laughs> you haven't seen in a long time." He's being this cheesy asshole, and she's like, "You know, but I didn't see coming. But you were you weren't an asshole." <laughs> Oh, oh my, my god, god. The, lines. the lines are so cheesy. <laughs> like, it's what ruins it, honestly. And uh, uh, the sh- it's very true for movies of that era, like teen movies of that era. Yeah, yeah, but you horror know, horror movies of that era. <laughs> oh my god, our high school time in high school was full of those. Yeah, that's why I remember this because I remember this is like around the height of you know, or parang pababana si Jessica Alba in the height of her fame because she was famous in like the. 2000s, early 2000s. So, medyo 2008 na to. And it was, yeah. you know. And so, people were still curious. People still wanted to see, you know, Jessica Alba in mm-hmm. movies. But then, if you saw this… <laughs> You'd also wish you were blind. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I think, I think this is, you know, the course of the Hollywood remakes. That's why I yeah. stopped watching… Like the remakes. The, the remakes already. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of remakes, um, it's not just like the translation from Asian to Western. Um, I, I I have one. I have um, the Haunting from 1999. Oh, uh, oh, which oh, is a remake oh. of the Haunting uh, of Hill House, and this one stars on like, Liam Neeson, Owen, Owen Wilson, Wilson <laughs> Catherine Zeta Jones, and wow. um, 
<laughs> Wait, this is a really weird time in cinema. This is 1999, and for some reason, for some reason, somebody thought it would be a good idea to let action directors make horror movies. So this one was directed by Yann de Bont, who was like, uh, he, he directed Speed. He directed um, um, Twister. And um, good movie. He directed The Haunting. Oh my God, it's so bad. The Haunting was bad. It was really bad. I did like how Owen Wilson died though. Swinging lion yeah. on a pendulum <laughs> and then he gets, it gets eaten. Not eaten, but it gets chopped off and you just see the body like drop without the head. So basically these people are invited to a haunted house. They think they're taking part in a sleep study, but actually they just want to see how these people deal with the fact that they're in a fucking haunted house. Okay. And um, yeah, shenanigans happen. But the whole thing is just so overproduced. Like yes. all the scares are CGI based in 1999. Do you remember what CGI looked like in 1999? Yes. Like, oh my God. <laughs> well, the question is, was it good for its time? Still no. No. <laughs> because like the original version of this movie was well, it's based on a book either way, but the original movie was directed by Robert Wise, who made The Sound of Music and um West Side Story and Star Trek One for some reason. Um he he ha- he built his whole because they didn't have all these special effects. So they built it on a feeling of dread. Don't I'm not know. even saying the original was a great movie, right? Yeah. But it was so much better than this in building um, a mood and a feel and an atmosphere of dread. Versus this one where you it just telegraphs everything from a mile away. There is no dread. There is no dread A whatsoever. lot of flash though. Owen Wilson as himself is always fun, I guess. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm like, uh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Ghosts. Wow. <laughs> Fire. Wow. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, yeah, that's what I mean, Catherine like, Zeta Jones did after that Zorro movie. Oh, From she was Zorro so to hot this. there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean like you know, that's the same with 13 Ghosts. That 13 was f- Ghosts. It wasn't bad. It was a fun watch. Yeah. But it's not scary. Mm-hmm. Visually compelling, you know, the design of the 13 ghosts was pretty good. It just wasn't scary. It's kind of funny though. Like, you know, they, they were in this massive house mm-hmm. that was like this whole doomsday device kind of thing. Yep. yep. Doomsday device slash prison for ghosts. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's was, like Jigsaw's wet dream. Yes. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Mixed in with a little bit of um Pinhead. A little bit. But the, yep. the, the movie was fun. It wasn't bad. It, it didn't have any of the cheesiness or the stupidity of the haunting. Mm. But Wait, some, this had Matthew Lillard, right? Yes. Yeah. He and was, he's good in anything. Yes, yes. I love Matthew Lillard. And Monk. And Monk, that's right. He was the dad. Who is actually getting a revival movie, by the way. Monk? Monk. Oh. They're making a movie. Oh, that's interesting. I'm going to watch that. It'll be on Hulu, I think, which means Disney Plus for us, Third uh-huh. Worlders. Yes. Mm. That means we don't have to guess. <laughs> um, another movie that is in theme with your Jaws 3D and mm. in theme with my inexplicable late 90s action directors what making um, um, horror movies is Deep Blue Sea from oh! Red. <laughs> that Isn't dir- that? Wait, 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 wait. It's directed by ah. Rennie Harlan, who did <laughs> Die Hard 2, and he did. He did, but okay, the, he did cliffhanger. The one thing I liked about this was that it wasn't the Great White; it was a Mako shark. Wait, okay, here's the thing. Okay, so Deep Blue Sea is the scientists again, bluest, in, like in, in an underwater facility because that's always a good idea. 
they want to cure cancer. So they realize that they need shark brain tissue to make their medicine or something. Ah, 90 science. So they start pumping. In movies. The, they, they make genetically modified sharks that are smarter. Wow. <laughs> Well, in reference, that was LL Cool J. He was he, the chef. He was the chef. He also did the title track for the movie. But the best part of this thing is when Sam Jackson is giving this motivational speech about how they're going to take a stand and how they're going to they're gonna fight these stupid sharks. And then the shark jumps out of that pool and eats him. Before he even finishes his speech and it's the best part of the movie. The fact that the chef survived was the best part of the movie. Yeah, I know. He was the best character in that thing. Yeah. Sorry, Saffron Burroughs. But same thing what we were saying earlier. With all the CGI and everything which has not aged well at all. You know, um, there is no feeling of dread. You know, um, it's not like what Jaws where Spielberg, you know, had to deal with a shark that didn't work for over a year. So he had to shoot around the fucking thing. I mean, because that forced his hand to be more creative. Which right. eventually worked out. So, you know, you have an instant classic. You know, a legend in the horror genre or creature features what you call it what you may <clears throat> okay, so I want to point out like this one movie that was very predictable I was kind of excited when I wanted to, when when I watched it and then only to realize it was just bad Siguro when I was watching this slasher movies have run its course mm-hmm. and it was probably out of fashion because no, no one was doing the whole meta thing past Scream so I watched House of Wax was fun. <laughs> I loved the House of Wax for the wrong reasons. For the wrong Wax. reasons. For the wrong reasons. Hey, that is Paris Hilton's second best acting job. <laughs> the first being her persona. That's ah, okay, okay, I get it. I was <laughs> gonna ask first what was being the her public persona. She is actually not uh, a dumb airhead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she she doesn't have this high voice. No, no, she no. doesn't. She's actually no. hella smart. She's hella smart. That so, was a marketing thing. Yes. Yeah, so her second best. Acting job. That's hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but yeah. I, I remember just like people just waiting for her to die. That just kept it fun. Me yes. included. That was so <laughs> She had one of the best deaths though. You know, and Cousin Skeeter was there who played her boyfriend <laughs> who also died. You know. And Chad Michael Murray. Chad Michael fresh Murray. from a One Tree Hill. Oh my God. Yes. Chad Michael Murray. What's he doing now? Being Chad Michael Murray. Oh, sucking okay. at basketball. <laughs> Nathan was the better basketball brother. <laughs> sure, guys. It's true. In real life, it was really Nathan. <laughs> I've never seen the original. I know it's a remake. Right. But then it's this knockoff of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Like every freaking sequel mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is just bad. Or every remake is, is just a really bad product. I don't know why. I think what carried it for me was that I knew the cast. I was just excited to see them all get killed off. But like yeah. in, That's a good in general horror movie standards, it's 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 you know it's it predictable. Meh. So I think the popularity of the cast just basically carried I, it. I have a question though. Is it because we've matured and we've <laughs> Wait, Wait, what? what? <laughs> say, that, say that again. Okay, say that again. We've matured in, in, in taste. Your taste questionable, maybe. I don't know. Is it be, okay, fine. Is it because we've become more discerning with what we watch because we have to spend our own money now? <laughs> or is it just because I've noticed all our preferences for horror movies are more cerebral? Nothing of these campy jump scares. It's all about 
slow burns. It's all about what's not seen. Well, back then, I don't think we liked these movies either. These movies either. That's, yeah, that's true. That's why we're making fun of them now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Good point. Good point. But um, I, I, I guess like maybe a lot of these, we, we talk about how different they are from, let's say, established classics. Let's say Night of the Living Dead, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Jaws, or even Psycho if you want. <sighs> these movies are all, I mean, are all acknowledged classics, even if the ones that came after not so much, but I think a lot of that also is the fact that the ones that came after were forced to play with existing formulas yeah. versus the originals that had no competition when they came out. Like, if you watch Psycho now, it's not as shocking in our context um, as your average episode of, you know, Law & Order SVU. <clears throat> because… A lot of the tropes, a lot of the scares that that movie pioneered now are just second nature. You know, you 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 know them forwards and backwards. Like, when was the last time you watched a really scary Frankenstein movie or a mummy movie or or a zombie movie? True. All of those movies had to be adapted into different genres for the 21st century. Shaun of the Dead made zombies a rom-com because we're not scared of zombies anymore. Zack Snyder made it an action movie, heist, a heist movie because we're not scared of zombies that anymore. That was a good Zack Snyder we, movie. Warm Bodies though made it a love story. It made it a rom-com, right? It was so good. In fact, The Walking Dead, the most evil characters there aren't even the zombies. It's, yeah. the people. Yeah, it's the people. They're the scariest things on the screen. Mm -hmm. Or The Mummy became like an Indiana, Indiana Jones knockoff. Um, what, what else? Uh, vampire movies became Twilight. <laughs> oh, that's a dead end. But <laughs> the point is, what scared generations before might not necessarily be scary now. And the way that they've twisted the formulas or or tried to recreate the magic, they don't quite work. I think we need new things to scare us. That's why the Ari Aster films work. Mm -hmm. Because those really are in your head. Yeah. And maybe it's also why true crime is on the rise now. Mm -hmm. Because it's scarier mm -hmm. to just learn about… Horrific people? Yes. Like actual general. people. And these are true stories. So that's why we have like Dahmer. Right. And movies like that. Or… Um, the ten, how Ted many Bundy? Ten, bu Ted Bundy movies? Ten Bundys. Ten Bundys. <laughs> ten, Bundy. ten Bundys. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I think that's why people are focusing more on like another horrific part of humanity Human. instead of like all these tropes that have been done before. I mean, like, 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 let's see, like at the end of the last century, ugh, at the end of the last century, um, you lived through it. I was there, but um, <laughs> you had they, 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 um. They did the Blair Witch Project, for example, which became uh, a landmark in found footage mm -hmm. horror, which has been done um, 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 in Spain with Rec. It's been done with Paranormal Activity in the States. But at some point, you know, after four, five, six Paranormal Activity movies, it's just not fresh anymore. Mm -hmm. In fact, if you look back at the original Blair Witch Project, it doesn't even feel as scary as it used to be. Because now we all know their actors. Back then, yeah. the internet was young and they were able to perpetuate this hoax that this really happened. Like there was an air of mystery or a touch of reality. Of but now you know you're looking at actors. You're looking at yeah. setups. And I think the evolution of that that kind of worked um, 
was um, that movie that we talked about before, Host. Yeah, Host. Uh, because, I was about to mention it because it's new and it's mm-hmm. something we all experienced yes. during the pandemic. Oh, yeah. So yeah. That's why the it was call. it was good. Right. It was fresh. Mm-hmm. Oh. And it was something we could all relate to. Yeah. So fuck that I, shit. That shit was scary. I think it is still possible to make good horror movies as long as people are willing to try something new and something different. Yeah. The old tropes don't work anymore, or if they do work, you're gonna have to put them in a new context. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you you know you're just serving up the same old thing. You're just microwaving leftovers. Yeah. Sad. That's So we've talked about in uh, we've talked enough about remakes and stuff, remakes and Hollywood bastardizing Asian movies. Can we talk about local cinema? Lalayo pa ba tayo sa feng shui? Wait, favorite ni Mayan. Okay, I acknowledge that it is iconic. <laughs> it is something that a lot of us growing up didn't really find scary, but more hilarious. Yes. Because, well, not just because of Chris Aquino screaming, her, her signature screaming, but synopsis, just in case you haven't seen it, it's about a woman who gets a bagua. It's this um, Chinese um, antique mirror. Thing. Yeah. With a right. mirror in the center. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't ask me. <laughs> I'm fake. Ch- I'm not just preempting it. I'm you're, preempting you're it. You're only Chinese when it's convenient. <laughs> that, that's true, which is when I eat. <laughs> right. Yes. And so, you know, they always say, don't look into it. Don't look into it or it'll, you know, give you bad luck. So what happens is that if you stare into this bagua, you're going to die according to your Chinese zodiac sign. Right. <laughs> and the Which kills is- are amazing. The kills are incredible. <laughs> My favorite has to be the year of the horse kill. <laughs> okay. Can you describe it for some people who have not? Who might not have seen it. Okay. Or have forgotten. (laughs) So, guy falls off a window. Oh no. That's not how he dies. He dies because he falls into a case of beer. Branded (laughs) Red Horse. Ah, Those are extra strong. (laughs) Red Horse. So that's my favorite kill. But then it goes as obnoxious as the guy who was born in the year of the dragon gets mm-hmm. killed by, I don't know, a guy with a, a dude dra- with a dragon tattoo. Yeah, exactly. Or, you know. I, I, was, I was born in the year of the dragon. Nice how knowing you. How are we going to die if we do stare into this mystical bagua? I try to avoid bagua. trucks delivering pigs. <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny. Or, no? that, that was funny because we always see that on the road, on the yep, highways. Yep. And when it did happen to that dude, it's like, oh shit. <laughs> it can happen. Yeah. Sayang yung bacon. Dude. I'm just probably gonna get bitten by a snake. That's it. <laughs> I really do drive away from pig trucks. <laughs> because of that movie. So no matter how <laughs> bad or, quote, or on the nose the movie is, it's still… You know, imprinted on you. I had a good time with that. Well, it's, well, it's bad in horror movie standards, but we just had such a good time trying to predict how each person is gonna die but, because yeah. you never saw the red horse thing coming. To yeah, be honest, yeah, yeah. Or they, the, they, they, they surely, got, surely got creative. Yeah, I, they did I think get creative. what I liked about it was that it owned its cheesiness. Yeah, so it knows that it's a preposterous concept, but it 
it pinanindigan niya it ran with it yeah it's it's, it's kind of like final destination where they yes. get super creative with kills but yes. only with a feng shui filled chai spin on it i am yeah. never driving behind a truck with logs either oh yeah that's a very oh, final that's destination that's from final destination yeah. 2 i thought that was Okay, yeah. Oh, it, well, either way, there were either a lot way. of fun kill- kills. Oh my god, that hu- opening highway thing was insane. Oh, it also got ridiculous when like a whole escalator caved in. Oh yeah, yeah that was bad. <laughs> was like, but that's scary because elevators have killed people and I've seen a viral clip where an escalator just opens up and eats a guy. What? Yeah. Mm. That's not from the movie. killed a guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it can happen. What? Mechanical failures happen in real life. So going back to <laughs> Feng Shui, I think what made it like not good as a horror movie is that what people looked forward to was not like the main ghost, which was Lotus Feet. What? <laughs> Remember this like little girl have, with like I have with to her, watch this again. With her that like, was tiny still kind of creepy. It was well, you still know it's not like very ghostly. Think practical effect. Right. Remember, I remember right, how right, bad right. it was. Like they really had this doll-like person and like their feet on We're, this little right. like these tiny shoe, shoes. Shoe, tiny shoes. But you know, I, I wasn't scared because I was just and I enjoyed so much all the kills in the first place. And when she did come out finally, it's like, uh, okay. Eh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> or, oh, movie's done. That's it. Yeah, so by then it's like mm, fun's over. No, Chris Aquino is a good scream queen. Her scream's iconic. Yeah, it is. Sukub. I, okay, Sukub I gotta ask. Sukub was good. Sukub was good. You know what? I really want to watch. I want to see the sequel to Feng Shui because I heard there's it was a, not a as good. There is. It stars Coco Martin. Starth. Coco Starth. Martin. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> yes. So it's on my list. I'm totally gonna watch Feng Shui too. Okay. Uh, but, you just but had I to think, say it. Does it still involve a bagua though? Yes, it does. Okay, so… You cannot have feng shui without a bagua. I guess. But that's not really how it works in real life. Like what is the per- actual purpose of a bagua as a non-Chinese person? I would like to know. But was it scary for, you know, a people who actually know this, what it's for? I don't know what a bagua is for. I saw you look at me. <laughs> <laughs> You're half Chinese, I thought you would uh, no, know. No, I, I know half the stuff, but not all of the stuff. Well, sabagay, half Chinese ka naman. <laughs> <laughs> I okay. don't know, but sometimes I would go to my classmates' houses and it would be there. So I don't know if it's either a ward for evil spirits or for good or luck. Or good luck. The I don't know. Some, one so, of those. It's usually one of those. I would like to hear from real Chinese people looking yes. at Ancho again. Because I'm fake Chinese, apparently. <laughs> I would like to Dang, know if, please this, help us. if this had an effect on you guys because it's part of your culture. So this I would like to know. Yes. But for us who did not know, it was just plain hilarious because of the kills. Misha can ask his fiance. Because you know, she's legit. We're so gonna get her asses kicked for not knowing this. <laughs> not you, maybe, but not me. Not me. <laughs> Moving on. Hi, <laughs> dang. Hi, dang. Moving on. Um, I have a love-hate relationship with local horror because as much fun as I had with Feng Shui, there are other films that aren't as enjoyable. Like, mm, like Bahai I, I, Lola. <laughs> I was gonna say like two thirds of the Shake Rat on a Roll movies. I mean, the uh, old ones were. Yeah, great. I think. Yeah, Not, I, think, I wouldn't say great. I think it started off strong, but then it's one of those things that they just stretched it out for so long as a franchise that it just got funny for some reason. I mean, I like the fact that it's an anthology series. You have like, I, I like three a good anthology yeah, yeah, yeah. shorts, yeah. which is great. Mm-hmm. And then 
you know, so maybe, maybe throughout the course of it, you know, aging, people aren't as scared as they used to be. So they know, probably, man. I don't know, they, they started making funny movies instead of... They're just so action. hit and miss, really. Yeah. Like, I'll never forget Undin. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, uh, that got okay, me scared fair, of that, storm that, drains. That also got... I, I, Shower I saw drains. Commercials for that. So you got that. scared of taking a shit for a while. I saw yes. commercials for that on ABS-CBN and it, it was kind of scary back I in the day. I would beg my mom to accompany me in the bathroom as a child. <laughs> because of Undine. <laughs> yeah, so that's when, when it, it was still good. Yes. How about that fridge at eight people? Oh my god. Frigidaire. Frigidaire. Giving away our age when oh you say Frigidaire. Which they rehashed later on with a Christmas tree that ate people. I, I don't know. <laughs> At some point, these became like MMFF Christmas time staples. Yeah. So, so like, because that's exactly what you do want to do on the birth of our Lord and Savior, right? Watch horror movies. <laughs> Watch bad there, there horror movies. Some that are good in the modern, but it's more very modern. hit and miss. Yeah, like yeah. There was this one, ep, one, one with Empress Shock when she was an up and coming star of ABS-CBN, and okay. she just, and then it, they they end up on the last train ride on the MRT. Okay. And then the last train ride, apparently, whoever is in there become food for this monster. And it was just a chase. You know, it's just a survival thing for these passengers. It was fun. That actually sounds kind of cool. It's interesting. It's interesting. Even the practical cool. effects for that mm-hmm. monster were pretty well made. Interesting. It's just, for, it has that reputation kasi for you yeah, know, being true. bad. So you miss out on these once in a while gems that are in there. I still watch it. Though. Yeah, but when, when you know, can. I'm not gonna pay for one third of a good movie. You know, mm. if it's only one segment you, that's good out of three. Think about it this way: you can either appreciate the movie because it's good, or make fun of it because it's bad. Or oh. you can talk about it in a podcast about why it didn't scare you. Ding ding! Aha! <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Idea. Who thought about that? I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then you know, there's this also. Like one of the older ones had this story about this vase that would eat people up. So we got a fridge. We no, got the, a the, Christmas the, tree. The vase apparently they killed someone in the vase and that spirit, vengeful spirit. I and, saw that one. Yeah, we had an old vase in our old house. Same. Yeah. Same. Would not go near that vase. Well, I always had pictures with that vase for some reason. I never <laughs> Like had. for some reason, my mom would always post me next to this very specific but, vase in our house. Okay, what did your vase look like? Because my vase looked a lot like the vase in the movie. Uh, hindi naman masyado, pero you know, it's, uh, th- it's still there a, you go. It's still a very uh, curious vase. Mine was a tall, tall vase. Yeah, it was a tall vase. Deep and dark. Mm-hmm. Very scary. You did could it call to you a, at night? I would not go near that vase. <laughs> Fucking Even in daylight, a. because <laughs> of a. shake, rattle, and roll. So yeah, you're right. Hit or miss. Because I still have these traumatic things about those movies. Undin, mm. you know, like that's why as a child I was constipated. TMI. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No shit. <laughs> <laughs> what a crappy childhood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry to dump on you, but. You know. <laughs> um. <sighs> I mean, like as a kid, you watch anything, you eat all that shit up. 
Yeah. Oh my god. No. <laughs> that's terrible. The the thing about like the shake rattle and roll movies is maybe also it's a function what Andre said earlier about our own ages, our own experiences cuz for all we know Age. for no no really bear with me like for all we know they may not be to our liking. They may not be to our taste now because we are so familiar with what came before. But for somebody who's going into that theater um, for the first time to see Shake, Rattle, and Roll 27. Um, <laughs> na ba siya? 27. I know they're past 10. Um, that might be like a foundational experience for them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, like- because they don't have the baggage that we bring into it. The, the, part of the reason that we find these things uh, funny, millennial angst. <laughs> no, I mean a, a lot of the reason that we find these things funny is because we keep referring to older, better, quote unquote, movies. But for somebody going in with fresh eyes, maybe, maybe more innocent. Maybe more innocent Jessica person. Alba's <laughs> "The Eye" is like the scariest thing they've ever seen. No, I doubt it. No, <laughs> I mean scary because I tried. <laughs> in the age of Ari Aster movies and Bloomhouse, That's in true. recent, That's I know, true. and A twenty four, I don't I mean, think the, so. The Witch was fantastic. Oh my God, M Night Shyamalan movies. That is the definition of hit and miss. The village. Fuck that. The village was just so <laughs> fucking stupid. How about the happening where Mark Wahlberg outruns the, the way? Oh my god! <laughs> oh shit! I can't believe we forgot to talk about M Night Shyamalan movies. Oh my god! Here we are. Sixth Sense. Was, was amazing. Good. I like the Fucking Sixth Sense. Amazing. The Sixth Sense is a great movie. And then he he does movies like. And then Signs. You're like, okay, kind yeah, of Signs. Okay. Not bad. Still okay. Not bad. And then you have the happening. Half the time I was just laughing at Mark Wahlberg. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's like Mark Wahlberg. We gotta get away. <laughs> Why do people keep casting Mark Wahlberg as a smart guy? I don't he know. He was a teacher in that movie. He was a scientist in Transformers. Was he a scientist in Transformers? He was an inventor. That doesn't make doesn't, that, doesn't make the, him a scientist. That is the least Fine. believable casting ever. <laughs> Tommy Pickles' dad, Stu Pickles, is an inventor. <laughs> what? The fuck? Doesn't make fine, him a genius. Fine, fine, fine. But yeah, I mean... The happening in the village. Oh my God. I mean, the village was so dumb. They ended up being in a in this sort of Amish community. Fake Amish. Apparently Fake. that no planes ever flew over. So ever. they got Truman. Yes, they did. They did they get got Truman, Truman showed. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that movie was so, so bad. Was so, oh, speaking of weird-ass villages. Hmm? I mean, like, it just reminded me of... I mean, you mentioned Ari Aster and then I just mentioned the village. I remembered Midsommar. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was about, good though That was good But thinking about Midsommar It made me Think about The Wicker Man <laughs> See that's the thing That's the thing I like the original Wicker Man With Christopher Lee I've never Lee. seen I didn't even know That was the original there Versus was an original. the remake With Nicolas Cage And his bees The bees ah, so, The bees You know it's a bad Horror movie When it turns into a meme that's true. That, yeah, that's but horrible. that's okay. I, I I know I'm gonna get crucified for this, but uh, Midsommar for me was just okay. I respect it more than I like it because I again, I no, I went into it with baggage. It's my dream because I've seen The Wicker Man, so I'm like, oh, it's another village of you know. Uh, cult so this people. is a, this is the perfect example of 
you know, the experience being different because of what you're carrying into the movie. Kinda, right? It's like like um when people complain about how new music they don't enjoy it as much as they do stuff they grew up with. Maybe because like that spot in your brain's already been filled. Wired. Yeah. To register certain things so a that's, certain way. That's your landmark. That's your milestone. But you can't expect somebody who was born 10, 20, or even two years later to have that same reference. That point. is very valid. That's, that's so a, that's I can't hate point. on the new stuff as much as as um, the eye. <laughs> it's just, it, it's the very eye. easy it's 3D. to hate the eye. But, you know, again, like I said, somewhere out there, somebody probably saw that and, you know, maybe it's their favorite movie and I can't hate on them for that. Yeah, I mean… I feel a little bad for them, but it's not their fault. I know. It's an object. It's an objective thing. So, okay. But at least for us, at least we got a laugh out of them. That is yeah. true. Like one cinematic experience should not be the same for another. Once one cinematic experience should not That's be the same true. for another. Yeah. And it's not always like the filmmakers intended to be. Like maybe sometimes they intended to be a horror, but in your experience or your taste or your knowledge of the genre, you might find it funny. Some yeah. people might find it scary, but I mean I mean like I saw cats with you. <laughs> What the shit? That was horrific. Like, it, I don't know. Like sequels for horror is not great. Mm. Like rehashed, rehashed horror movies aren't great. Like how many Exorcists movie, Exorcist movies? Oh my have god! We had? I just saw The Exorcist Believer. It's so bad. And you've seen one Exorcist or Demon Possession movie. You're good. Kinda, yeah, because yeah. the original again. This is our. I don't know if this is baggage so much as the first Exorcist just really did it so well that everything that came after looks like parody. That's true. Like I just saw the Pope's Exorcist with Russell Crowe, and <laughs> I, I saw that on one of the streaming platforms. What and the I'm like, hell? Hmm, why, why would you watch do I, it? Do I? Do I? I didn't. So yeah, film is subjective. We get that. It's just there is a fine line between what's good because it's trying to do something new and different versus something that's just trying to do something that you've seen a million times before. But at the end of the day, um, every horror movie is going to be somebody's first. So we can't begrudge them that. So I think maybe something that'll be fun to ask people in the comments is what's a movie, a horror movie that scared the shit out of you that everybody else just seems to laugh at? Hmm, interesting. Okay, we'll leave that to the comments. So That's a very yeah. hard question to answer. I know, so we'll leave it at that. But uh, yeah, those are some of the horror movies for at least our opinions were actually more hilarious than scary. What scared me? People what? find funny though. While Angel ponders on that, thank you so much for listening to our episode of Subatours. You can find us on Instagram. He still has that look. What the fuck? <laughs> He's possessed. I'm sorry. It's just like <laughs> we are on socials at um, tic- on TikTok at Subatours Podcast, Instagram as well, and you can find us on Facebook Subatours. We like movies and our Facebook group. Join us. We have those conversations there and we'll probably post updates on movies, stupid memes and all that and maybe questions. Let us know what you want to hear next. What was that? Was that you? Yeah. Okay. That's stupid. Were, were you beatboxing? 
No, it's supposed to be a heartbeat. But then, so. <laughs> Why? Another example of something intended to be scary. I but know. <laughs> Except now we're just laughing at him, not with him. We're in theme, guys. Okay, happy Halloween, And we're guys. just being subjective. We're not assholes. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's it for us. I'm Mai. I'm Misha. I'm Andrew. And happy Halloween. Mm-hmm. Enjoy these stupid, scary movies. <laughs>